Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Hi, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 2 of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find us on social media at Believe in OWL and Believe.com. This week, we discuss the new patch on the live servers, the new Blizzard merch, and speculate on possible trades and events coming in the future. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Sorry, we are a bit late. I'm going through, I've been going through some moving hell struggles and whatnot. And then I know a lot of people, y'all are stressed about the election in the US too as well. Um, so it's been, it's been a crazy week for everybody. Um, uh, how have you been, Kevin? Uh, yeah, and I totally feel that, you know, the political climate here in the US is... Uh... At, at an all-time high, obviously. Um, but, yeah, on top of that, you know, I have a very sporadic uh, work schedule. So sometimes I work super late. Sometimes I sometimes I only work for, like, a couple hours a day. Uh, but it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's just a little hectic. But we're getting through it. We're surviving somehow. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that I missed out on the on the ragdoll skin. There was I, I needed one you win. You missed it? I, I I needed one win no. and I had to go to work the day that no. it was called in and I was like you know what I can do it when I get back and then I just crashed on my bed I did I'm like all right you know what that that one that one's on me I That's guess the one that got away <laughs> the one that got away the only skin that I'll miss event wise but oh, the um, worst is that you only missed it by one yeah I missed it by one and I didn't even beat the junkin signs like rip tire thing um oh, couple so of my friends. We're able to do it, but I, I had to use a Zen. You need for me. It was Zen, Torb, um, McCree, and Soldier, or what beat it for me. Okay, yeah, we used like for the times that we got very close. It was Torb, Ash, McCree, and Anna, I think. Um, but yeah, it was it was just rough. It's just just a really tough, you know, game mode in general. That uh, one was like actually hard. The rest of them were were re- recent decently. Um, they were kind of challenging, but you could beat them like if you just stuck at it. It took yeah. me three days, dude, of doing nothing but rip tire. Yeah, three days, and I was just like, yeah, it, everybody just has to be on point in order to get that done. Um, so yeah, honestly, it was, it it was a interesting event for me at least. Um, and we'll definitely be talking about like later on in this podcast, we'll be talking about like the gap between mm-hmm. um Halloween and the the festival the the you know holiday event holiday event um but yeah there there's probably still a lot that we can we can tackle what skins did you end up getting i i got both of the uh tank skins actually i got all i got all of the tank skins this year oh for for yeah. actual event stuff i got the ash one and that's it and <laughs> like yeah i haven't been opening a lot of crates but like yeah i i got the one ash one that i missed from last year so i'm like okay i just have to wait for next year to cry about not having the ragdoll skin <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just hope that it hits the store or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll be one of those things. Okay, so when when you you moved into a new house recently, right? Yes. Uh, How well, was that move for year. you? Okay, it's, a year. It's a been year a year ago. already. It's been a year. Your God, I keep forgetting how how long we've been doing this. Yeah. Oh man, uh, how was that process for you? Because it's been. I'll, I'll tell you how my process has been, but it's been like incredibly like just shitty all around and it's it's like it could have not been a shitty process 
Yeah, it it's pretty rough. Uh, lucky for us, we only moved. I think it's like 30, 40, like 30 or 40 miles away. So it was pretty easy to like load up an entire car and just like drive over, dump everything off and then just like keep making the trips back and forth. But like, yeah, it was. It it was kind of a, a long process for us. We we knew that we wanted to move uh, a while ago. And so it just takes a lot of time to like put everything away and like obviously get a place and then move everything over um mm -hmm. but yeah it, it was definitely a process like we were we, we took our time really and like obviously like once you need to like get out of the house at a certain point like you just start shoving <laughs> everything in the car and just like being like all right we'll just shovel this out when we get to the get to the place so yeah that's kind of kind of how it worked um for me, at least, it, I was the first one to move into the house officially. Like, I slept one day more than my parents and everyone else in my family did. Uh -huh. um, so I, I technically have, like, you know, I have a one-day advantage over them um, in the terrain. Uh, but, yeah, it it was really, it, it was a long process. It's not something that, obviously, you just be like, all right, I'm, not, I'm taking my stuff and going. Like, no, it's uh, definitely a process. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A pro a process is a way to describe it. Um, <laughs> How's your experience going right now? I we finally I mean, I'm the only one at home right now because I, I came back because I had a meeting and the we recorded this podcast and I have work to do that I've been neglecting for the past three days. Um, but I think we've got everything out of the old house and like we're putting it in a U-Haul storage. But okay, so we had we had seven days to move, right? They let mm -hmm. us like between the closing and everything went through, we had seven days. Um, I, I I don't know how, and I don't know why, but my mom decided that you can move twenty-two years of shit out of the house in two days. We we could not do it, and like I lived in this house for twenty-two years. We were the first people in this neighborhood. Um, we were the first owners of this house, like we were the this was like where I spent my life and we had 22 years of just stuff in this house. And so Monday when we decided, okay, mom, we need to move now. Stop procrastinating. We have two days. She's like, fine. So it's starting at like 11 ish. When um, I finished my, my work meeting, um, we started throwing things in the, this U-Haul and we're like, Oh, we can get it done. No, we were like, we were supposed to be out of there the next day, Tuesday at midnight. And we had, we hadn't even finished like clearing out the actual inside of the house. So 6am rolls around and like, we weren't even, we still weren't supposed to be there. So we just shove everything. We rent another U-Haul and we're like, shit, if they come and we are still like here, they're going to flip a bitch. Um, and whatever and so like we're just lifting furniture like moving all this shit and my mom is like not actually i i don't think she was actually helping according to my sister she's just like standing around inside and like just sitting down and feeling sad but it's like okay we didn't even get the chance to properly like reflect that we're, we're not living in this house anymore after 22 years because you did this to us um and then it's it's we took an entire day to clear out the garage and whatever but like i have i think in the entire i can't do math right now how many how many hours are in three days uh 72 in the entire 72 hours that have passed since no it's been yeah since 10 a.m on monday ish it's it, not exactly 72 i can't do math i can't think i think i've slept maybe like five hours in total in these past three days i am like dead to the world right now <laughs> Ugh. And then there's election stuff going on. It's just a stressful time to be alive, Kevin. Yes, it is indeed. Uh, but yeah, it, you you definitely have it worse than than me. Uh, but the thing is, probably... it didn't have to be worse. We had a week. <laughs> we had a we had a week. <laughs> yeah, I I feel that it's just a matter of just getting everything out at this point. You can't just, just uh -huh. take what you need. Mm -hmm. Uh. But, but yeah. it's fun. It's kind of fun though. Like actually, if we had time, it would have been fun because it's like you find things that like, oh my god, I remember this, and it's a trip down memory lane. Like I found 
some stuff like this literally like 22 years old since or even longer since like when i was born it's so weird like looking through stuff that you hadn't touched in so long because it was hidden and you're at this point you're only looking at it because you have to throw it in a box oh also update that's not sad um so my team the zomniks for the international overarch league um we finally got our first win we got a reverse sweep first win it was so it was oh my god we were like okay crap we're gonna lose this but because we were down 2-0 all right Mm -hmm. we're gonna lose this but let's have fun and just do it anyway and then we won one and we're like oh Okay, cool. Finally, it's not a it's not a 3-0. And then we won the next two. And we're like, what just happened? We actually won. Like we didn't know how to process it. And so I'm like, this is our Shanghai Dragons moment. Like we we won our we broke our losing streak. Um, and then the team this week also, um, they played a scrim. I wasn't there for it. I think we had no, no, we didn't have one today. We had, yeah, it was yesterday because we were moving, but we we reverse swept that one again too. So um Hooray. And we finally found our counter to dive. It's just brawl. Like we would just ran a, a Zarya, uh, Reinhardt and just brawled them out. And it was just, it was fantastic. I was so happy. Yeah. it It's one of those things where if you in your mind say that you can't lose uh, or, you know, just trying to, trying to win, obviously uh, you tend to perform a lot better. Like uh-huh. um, even if you, if you think you're going to lose, it's it's worth like at least attempting at some point, you know, mm-hmm. um, for me personally, like I, I've been doing this a lot um, in in Valorant a lot more where a, a team will just be like, oh, yeah, we, we give up. But like, let's just there's a force forfeit button now, there uh, is? which which is nice for some sometimes like it's like four if four out of five of your teammates say that they want to like GG out of the game, they can. Um, and then at the halfway point, you can choose to reinitiate it. And at that point, it's like three out of five. Um, uh-huh. But honestly, it's sometimes you're just like, you know what? Like, I, I can clutch this out. Like, I just need to just give me a just give me like 10 seconds. OK, I just need to like clear my mind, figure out what I got to do. And yeah, we we did that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm having fun with it a little bit. And then um. I, I guess in other Overwatch news, um, Tespa started. Um, so collegiate Overwatch is happening. Hooray! Um, which is which is really nice, especially for a lot of the uh, a lot of the teams that have uh, wanted to have this league continue. Um, they definitely deserve to continue to play. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not saying anything about you know Art U. I had to help out with tryouts, but um, yeah, they're they're not the same team that they used to be. I can tell you that. Like we used to be, at least we were in the top sixteen discussion in the nation for a while. Oh wow! Um, but now we're 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 no longer there. So yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, let let's just say like one one of them one of our main people went to Valorant. We lost uh. another one is taking like uh two of them are using their last semester it's their last semester so they want to focus mm-hmm. on studies which makes sense uh one of them is still repeating so he's he's like the old captain uh he's still there um and then the other two are working or have graduated or is working on actually actual like work so they can't even play so only one of the original players is on the team um and a so lot of those become the uh, the London Spitfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could say we're either the London Spitfire or, uh, you know, like if if the Vancouver Titans kept one player, like that's it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Um, the tryouts, like watching players in general learn certain things. Um, it's just a very difficult thing to to get over like congratulations to everybody who made it by the way like um most of them did come from teams that i coached um it's just a matter of getting them to a better level um and i'm i'm an old boomer now i don't think i can keep up with everybody's new strats and obviously like new patches and everything like i i'm starting to get on in my years so (laughs) i think uh I think I'm leaving it up to better, more efficient coaches, which is which is really nice. Knowing that, like, I I can trust the people who are going to be coaching this team. I didn't expect like our our counter to dive. The one I was 
um, when we were playing the, that game to be brawl. Like I was, I don't know, in my head for some reason, my my thought to counter dive was just to run dive as well. Cause that's what a lot of teams like I've seen, like in the, the league, that's what they do. They'll just counter it with another dive. But like, it turns out, cause like dive is the only thing I can't, I can't play dive pretty well. I can do it with Diva a little bit or I can Diva or Hammond or I can like stick on the Zari and just bubble whoever dives in. But like, I was just very surprised that my Reinhardt would be the one to, to counter the dive. Yeah. It, it's really funny. Like you, a lot of people think, Oh, you know, fast mobility, you got to counter exactly. mobility or mobility, exactly. whatever it, if you play death ball into, into dive and the dive is dumb enough to continue to go in there, like you're essentially taking two V sixes every single time. And uh, at that point, you might as well just like, it's like taking two, three V threes, like a three V six and you win those. Like, yeah, it, it's just a matter of how you, how they want to play it. Like mm -hmm. um, if you're going to dive, you have to dive in and target certain people it's just a matter of like making plays when you need to you know um, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah I, th I thought it was hilarious also like I, I just for me um just playing Winston in general I don't know how your thought of your thoughts have been, but I don't feel like he's he's really that sturdy of a tank I'm like I've never been intimidated by a Winston you know like his shield is is so situational and his tickle gun is just a tickle gun. Plus his health, like it just, it burns up so fast that like I've, unless you've got someone paired up with him that can either keep him alive or just increase damage output. Like I've, I've never felt that Winston has been um, a threat to me personally or, or most of my team. Yeah. It's one of those things where in, in your mind, depending on how you play a Winston, it could either be oppressive or just feeding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's just the way how I see it. Um, for me personally, like if you're a good Winston player, your your pressure is felt by their support. Um, if their right. supports are struggling, like if they can't they can't help their team, or like the widow can't get any shots off. Period. It's because I'm trying to be oppressive. It's like I can't. I'm not gonna let you have any space. And this is right, right. Like you want a high ground? No, my high ground now. Like this is. <laughs> get off get off anakin like you 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 stay down there now like that's how it is it's you you take the space and you don't let them breathe and that's how it how it works out at least for a dive tank like you right. can do the same thing with diva like it's really funny when you just like see a widow in a corner or an ash like trying to die from a distance and then you're just oh yeah i'm just gonna diva in front of you like you can't mm -hmm. I just eat up every bullet. It's fine if you pop my mech. I'm stalling your shots out. Like, right. Like for us, um, our our real secret weapon was a new guy on our team, Negan. He was on the McCree, and literally, like, I don't know how this kid does it, but he's the flankiest McCree I've ever seen. And like every time he decides to go off on his own, he'll get up. He'll get like a five kill on the dead eye, and like no one can stop him. And their Winston like eventually realized that like okay, the McCree is what's like really ruining our day. So that he kept trying to dive him, but every time like he was he was pretty much fine every time. So even a squishy like McCree is is still pretty much able to like survive Winston. Yeah, uh, flanky McCrees are something that, as a dive tank, you have to start being a little uh how, how can i say it you, you have to be aware of you can't just like let them do their own thing for free yeah. every time uh because you're just gonna get class you're just gonna get five killed on your team every time yeah it, it's that and like how else can i say um when you have uh a team that is so dive oriented um that they forget to peel for their supports, you lose that game a hundred percent. Like, um, that's why as an off tank player, I, I'm not as coming from personal experience as well. Like you leave one person, but always make sure that you can get back to your supports. If somebody calls for help, you have to be there. You have to like, at least apply pressure. So like, 
and as a tank, you should always know where your supports are at any given time. So like, it, let, let's just say if like, you're, you're Ryan Zarya, right? You're pushed up to their choke, but there's a Winston diving your Ana in the back, right? Um, as a Ryan, you want to hold the line, which is fine. But your off tank should be peeling back, bubbling your support, making sure that they're okay, and uh, continue, continue to push through. I lost my train of thought. All right, shall we get into like the news and such? Yeah. All right, so patch notes. Patch notes went live. They have gone from experimental to uh, the normal game uh, to update y'all on what these notes are because even I have forgotten what these are. Um, they've increased a lot of the uh, the HP for some of these characters. have tweaked them. Um, they've changed their approach to increasing health from a, a 50% change to 25% or 25 HP increments right now um, because they're working on fine-tuning everything. Um, I'm guessing in general Overwatch is it feels like Overwatch has found the broad strokes of everything and how to make things more balanced and everything work. So now it's just a matter of fine-tuning and getting all the little details okay. Um, so Baptiste um his primary fire, the recovery time reduced from 0.45 to 0.38 seconds, but the damage was reduced from 25 to 24. So you're faster, but you're slightly less potent. Um, his secondary fire, the recovery rate increased from uh, 0.8 to 0.9 seconds, and but the healing increased from 50 to 60. So it's the opposite. Um, you're more potent to heal, but you're a little bit slower on that. Uh, Brigitte's base health increased from... 150 to 175 McCree health increased from 200 to 225 um, and his peacekeeper the um, general the regular fire his reload time has been reduced from 1.5 to 1.2 so quicker on the shots um, May they changed it so that her cryo feed, her cryo freeze now restores 15 ammo per second when you're frozen and her ice wall cooldown is lowered from 13 to 12 so she got a nice little buff um symmetra her base shield increased from 100 to 125 and widow i think widow's the only one who really got a nerf this time her base health reduced from 200 to 175 um my question is is like why why did we need the widow nerf i don't feel like we needed it i feel like like at least when I play on console, it's hard enough to find a good widow in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I then again, I play at silver level, <laughs> so maybe we just don't have any good widows, but um, I don't know, I, I don't feel like she needed it. I feel like she was um, a good, a, good enough at her like risk reward place that she was fine. Yeah, in my personal opinion, I didn't see this change really like. It, it it hurts widow like for for no reason like i guess if you're a dive tank and people are like oh well she's getting away too easily like uh, that's that's on your dive play like that's not that's not Chase on uh, better that's not on widow you bait out the grappling hook early so then you have your second dive tank go find where she went yeah. uh that's that's how it is like but honestly like widow didn't like it's a little bit of a nerf at least i think they they took off the fall off thing right off widow so widow still has that one one shot headshot potential from any range which is nice um and then the other thing that they didn't bring over at least from these patches that we're looking at is uh the big window for baptiste that's right uh, that's right so he, he still got baby window um unfortunately but that window um, was so big yeah it, it was a it was an imax screen man <laughs> like you can't you can't cheat that out like that that's a movie theater pop-up projector. Like there's there's no other reason for it to be that big. You can host uh, a drive-in in that thing. Exactly. Like it's just it, it was just too big for Baptiste's own good. So I understand that change. Like that's like, okay, we we scale down the amount of damage you can do per shot, but you could shoot faster. That's okay. Um and like everybody else who kind of got buffs and changes, it's just mainly like health tweaks. Um just so some play, some things live slightly longer um, than others, which is which is nice. But at the same time, damage numbers are going to be a little skewed. It's mm -hmm. going to get a little bit weird and wonky for a bit. Um, I know as a tank player, as a Winston player, as a Ryan player, this messes up my calculations. Uh, 
a lot because <laughs> um, if you think about it, like just a couple couple of things, like Brig, for example, like Brig now has 225 HP. Every single time you swing the hammer, you do, uh, you do what is 75 damage each. Um, if you do that in a fire strike, that used to put somebody in critical range, but like now you have to follow up with a second swing. Like you have to get the second swing off in order to finish the kill. Um, majority of the time, it, it's just like even the extra 25, it's just that much of an extra boost. That's an extra like half second that you're surviving against Winston. Yeah. Um, that is for for Diva. I think it's another. Yeah, it's still another half second. Like it, it's just you have a lot more survivability. So a lot of the tanks can't make like superhero plays all the time, but we'll still have the potential, obviously. But um, it's like we can't confidently go in and like destroy somebody in a matter of seconds. It's like we have to we actually have to play this out accordingly. Now, is this going to change the meta? Do you think? Um, I don't know if this is going to change a lot of the meta. Honestly, it's just going to make the DPS and supports live a lot longer. Um, which just means longer gameplay. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. um, if if anything, this just means uh, as a tank player, uh, it's going to take a little bit longer to actually do stuff. But that's that's okay. Like I'm fine with trying to play this out accordingly. Um, it would be that these are just little tweaks, and we can't just solo play anymore. We actually mm-hmm. have to we have to do a lot more work. So it emphasizes more on like the coordination of a team hopefully mm-hmm. yeah okay. it, it's more how, how can i say it? like the the one thing the one big thing that a lot of these changes do is change the way how roadhog is played it, you think about this in like literal damage numbers now a a hook a hook headshot right click or a melee used to be able to kill somebody um, if you don't deal that extra 25, you're going to survive a full hook combo unless you get tagged beforehand. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's right click, hook, left click, melee, you're dead. But if it's if there's no prior left click, you're you survive that. Like there's there's a lot that can still go on. So so now the actual hook combo changes. Mm-hmm. It it changes a little bit and that little bit that little bit of hp like even though it's not on all heroes it's on some of the important heroes like mccree um brig is going to be able to stun you up a little bit punish your punish your take of breathers and stuff like that so this may change the way how roadhog if we see roadhog played a lot more if at all mm-hmm. um but honestly other than that i just feel like it's um it it's just kind of a survive longer patch, which is okay, except for Widow. Sorry, Widow. But like every everything else is just kinda like just chilling for now. Cool. So moving on to next topic. Everyone keeps saying that Overwatch is a dead game, but this is and this is according to um the Overwatch third quarterly report. Um, there are still 10 million people playing it. Uh I don't know how that compares in metrics to other games uh but that still seems like a lot and i mean that th- those numbers could really be skewed i mean there's probably a significant number of those quote-unquote users who are um just alt accounts or smurfs or whatever so that number may not like reflect the actual overwatch community um so i i, I and the thing is i don't know how how many that would diminish the number but that's still impressive for a four-year-old game Oh yeah, for sure. Ten million people still playing. Like that's it's a good number. What's um, it, do you know what Valorant is at right now, or Apex, uh, or any of those other games? I don't know off the top of my head, but honestly, like the thing that I want to know is: are those third quarter numbers due to the events? Because to be honest, like I don't play a lot of Overwatch like all the time anymore. Like uh-huh. I I don't I don't play like comp or um quick play as much as i used to i i mainly log on to watch my team play or to um you know to do the events so that's what another thing that i'm thinking about is like 
let's just say that the third quarter numbers are like are counting like you know summer games you know halloween the tracer event like all of these events that they happen to have is that helping their numbers stay at that at that rate um or is it because obviously like there is still a huge fan base for overwatch um we we all still love the game people still listen to us um so you know there's people out there people still listen to us so when it comes to overwatch in general there is a lot of people still playing it's just a matter of when they play you know Mm -hmm. um obviously like we'll see these fourth quarter numbers obviously like when when they come around you know that's october november december um if there is um which we'll discuss later but like if there is an event that will go between Halloween and the holiday event, there has to be something big if they want to keep those numbers, in my opinion. Right, right. Okay, so speaking of people still listening to us, guess how many we had in October? Mm. I mean, usually we we dip like near near the end, and then like a bunch of people start downloading at like the beginning of the month. Yeah, I, like I would... this month we haven't released an episode yet, but we're already at thirty five. Mm. So last month, like my goal was 300. I, I wanted to hopefully hit 300. Guess how many we hit? Did we hit like 250? We hit 299. Oh, man. We were one short of having a Spartan army. Leonidas just didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. He, Gosh he was dang it, like, Leonidas. He's like, Every, everyone else is showing up. I'm going to go hang out over here and yell into a hole. <laughs> it uh, wasn't Sparta. This, this was not Sparta. If you just kept the messenger, man, we could have had, could have had the full three hundred. But I mean, thirty-five for not even having released an episode is pretty good. I don't know if like, I don't know how the the downloading goes. I don't know if it's like how people decide when or when not to listen to us. We're a little late this week, but hopefully, like that's not gonna hurt anything. But still, thank you to everybody who's still listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I greatly appreciate all of you. Uh, just just listen up even if it's just overwatch stuff um yeah we we can we can definitely start talking about our own stuff as well like if you guys want to hear uh like esports stuff that either of us are working on either playing or you know events wise uh i'll i'll, I'll let you know i forgot what we were talking about before we we talked about numbers uh yeah we were discussing the um the the oh, numbers monthly users that's right the monthly users that's why we're number. talking about numbers see i'm so sleep deprived i hate it <laughs> um so now that overwatch 2 is coming um hopefully hopefully by early first quarter at least to announce it do you think the community is going to stay the same or are we going to have an increase and if we have an increase is it going to be like a stable increase or is it going to be like an increase than a fall off. I feel like it's going to be, I feel like if it's going to fall off maybe late, later during the year, maybe like by quarter three again, the numbers will probably go down if there is an increase. So here's, here's how I see it. I feel like if Blizzard and the Overwatch team learned from how they lost their community through Overwatch one and make those adjustments for Overwatch two, they could retain a lot of their player base. Mm-hmm. That um, is a big if though. It, yeah, that is a huge if. Um, obviously, I know Blizzard has the whole mentality of of uh, released when ready, when polished, when everything is done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it has to be a hundred percent complete and perfect before release. Um, but at the same time, like we're at the point where a lot of the players who have played prior to prior to overwatch 2 release um like like yours truly um there's a lot of questions that we have like how often are they going to update us on you know heroes and stuff when are they going to let us know like we had that we we lost people in waves i feel like that's the best way of describing it like we had like the two 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 lock, right? The the first one was goats, right? When yeah, so many people I know left because of goats. When goats dropped, people were just like, "Okay, we're done." Like, who inv- who invited Brig 
who <laughs> who thought this was a good idea? And then they nerfed her into the ground, and people people still haven't recovered from that. Um, that is that is one thing, and it's because um, the Overwatch team was slow to respond. There was no answer to to that. Like, if you're playing, let's say if you're playing the same thing for like six months, you're gonna get tired of it. Your community is gonna get tired of it. And without giving us an update of like, oh, we're gonna potentially do something different um, to to help it out here. Um, it you you essentially left us in the dark, and we couldn't do anything about it. Um, and we felt like you know being left in the dark meant that you know there's other games that are gonna give us you know joy of not running into three tanks, three supports, uh, and they're gonna they're gonna block to that that's just how it was so i know now at least you know the dev team is being a lot more open about things that they're working on they have the experimental patch they're discussing you know okay new heroes um that will be joining we we know sojourn is on the way uh, if not already prepared yeah um it's just a matter of how are they going to keep us in the loop and keep us engaged right Um, right without obviously leaving the player base in the dark. Like we, we need to know that the meta isn't going to be the same thing for, for 10 years. Like mm-hmm. even with, you know, hero bands and hero pools, that was fine for a little bit. Um, and then once we, we got over that, we're just like, okay, now there's weeks where just people won't play. So you're just excluding certain players. But yeah, at, at this point, I think, if Overwatch is willing to be more open and say like, hey, we we understand that there's an issue here or we understand that we can we're working on this. Uh, we're, we're doing it now um, and letting us know that, hey, we're actually being listened to and our ideas are getting through to the devs. Um, then, yeah, we would we'll be a lot more happy. We'd stay. We'd stay for cosmetics. We stay for events like We'll stay to play the game. Like, personally, none of the skills that I have from Overwatch transfer over to any other game, like, well enough. Like, there's no other game where I can play in an FPS setting and hold a shield and feel, you know, like I'm actually doing something, right. you know? Um, like, the tank rule in itself is very specific to Overwatch. Um, but yeah, it's... It's that whole thing. Like they had this dynamic um, that's different to their game. Like I can't transfer, I can't transfer Reinhardt skills over to Valorant. That doesn't, that doesn't work. Um, it's just how do you play the game? Like what is the mm-hmm. the things that transfer over? And there, there are none. So Overwatch has that unique experience where um, if they at least keep that uniqueness and let their audience know hey we're we're working on stuff then we'll stay we'll stay for sure like we we want to we want to see what's going on with these characters and players and different sports in general so yeah um it's just a matter of time before we like figure out what blizzard actually wants to do with it do you think that when they release overwatch 2 we'll get a flood back of people into the tespa scene or into contenders or even just into the league proper Oh yeah, for sure. This is the <laughs> I I feel like this is just the best way of describing it. Like if uh once again like Overwatch League, I'm still it's still shaky. We don't we know that they want to do 2021. Um and there are a lot of players who are, you know, they're they're still they still want to keep playing. They still want to, you know, get paid by big companies to continue playing, but um it depends on honestly the Valorant scene and if if like let's say let's say if the game gets stale at a certain point like every game has a shelf life um you can ask TF2 like if you want to know how how long you could survive um if like let's just say if Valorant starts losing players to Overwatch again um or you know vice versa we just have to figure out 
why they're leaving in a way and that's that's the thing that i saw with like the soldier change in in general right like the the soldier pull down thing was literally an answer to valorant like that that's spray control <laughs> like mm-hmm. um but yeah i honestly think that if they change if they learn from overwatch one and apply it to overwatch two they could bring a lot of players back not only bring a lot of players back but also bring new players in um, who may not have ever had this experience or um, may want to, you know, try something different that isn't uh, slow pace, methodical, 24-7 Valorant, right? Like, sometimes right. you just have to, like, there's no other game where you can do dive. I mean, it that's just fast pace, rushing the back line, doing... 50 things at the same time and being able to just feel that, you know, right. like I never um, played TF2 and everyone compares Overwatch to that. But like, how how similar really are they? They they are very different in a way. Uh, I, I'm an old boomer. I came from TF2 um, before I started Overwatch. So um, TF2 is once again, it's class based. There's nine classes total. Um, but you change the way how you play the game depending on your loadout. So, for example, let's just say if you had McCree, right? Um, he has a stock pistol, right? He has a stock peacekeeper. If he was in TF2, you would have, like, let's just say you could switch out his gun, right? His main gun. Um, and his gun has four bullets, but they when they hit somebody, they light them on fire. Okay, like, and that does chip damage over time, right? Uh, you can choose to modify certain things to to your specific play style. Like, um, I mean, I used to play competitive TF2, and there's like, there was a thing with the pyro. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a gross pyro player. Um, but there's a weapon where if somebody's on fire and you hit them with a melee, it does times two damage on the melee, which is almost an insta kill. So, I would play a specific flamethrower that doesn't do damage, but it lights people quicker. And then I would have another item that would let me switch to my melee faster. So instead of them playing off of the flamethrower aspect, I'm just playing off of a different part of it. Um, You don't have that in Overwatch. In Overwatch, it's just like you have a character that has a specific set and you switch between them. Um, So much thinking. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a lot of thinking but it's a lot of fun too um if you if you get into it um yeah but yeah it, it's like being able to switch from mccree to, to soldier right they're two different characters but in tf2 you can be like one character but have like both sets if you right, wanted right. to so 10 million strong that's a considerable uh achievement for overwatch congrats to the team for keeping this game alive for so long you could have done better you could have you could have responded to us sooner. Maybe your numbers would be bigger, but um, yeah, whatever happened in the past happened. Congratulations, and hopefully uh, you continue for the future with uh, Overwatch Two. Um, now to go a little bit on that topic, going out, out of the order on the notes, um, Jay Allen Brack, who is the president of Blizzard, said that their uh, machine learning prop program has helped get rid of a lot of the uh, the number of toxic players in the um the overwatch league and has reduced like a lot just based on like the way that the machine learning works uh the bands that are instrumented the um everything involved around that um kevin do you think that that also had an impact on how many people are still playing overwatch that they've been able to kind of address the toxicity that was really really rampant when the game first started like overwatch is famous for its salt right now like it's it's one of the things that we've we've come to accept that it's a, it's a salty game for salty people. Yeah, we're we're only behind League of Legends in that category. Um, but yeah, I think that these changes, if anything, it made the community and the game itself less obnoxious in a way. Um, it's just easier to it's easier to play a match without getting somebody who's intentionally throwing or just like yelling at you twenty four seven. Um, it's just, it's a nice quality of life change. And I'm glad that they, they added that to their machine learning, um, and really addressed that. So now 
they're like, okay, well, you can't just be a complete like idiot or uh, you know, just swear out people in Overwatch. Um, we're actually going to be working on removing those mm-hmm. players out of the pool. Um, my question is obviously like, will this apply to Overwatch too as well? Do you think people are going to be uh, coming out um, when Overwatch Two comes out and just be like, "Wow, you're such a noob because you didn't play Overwatch One." Yeah, right? like you don't you don't have all that. Um, I think or I mean, will they carry over? They're they're carrying. I think they're going to carry it over. I think because they're moving. It started on Overwatch, and I think it was um, Heart, not uh, Heroes of the Storm. I think they said is where they they started using this system, and now they're moving it over to world of warcraft i think so i think they based on this and the fact that they're celebrating it i feel like this machine learning system is is here to stay they've introduced like the uh the tier chats so like if you want some profanity you can have it if you want awful people saying awful things you can have it but i think that's definitely gonna be a thing that stays around um i think it's gonna be a shock for people who maybe who have never played overwatch before or who played overwatch at the beginning and then left to come back and, and re- see how they can't be salty trolls anymore. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it's going to be a shock to some people if they realize, oh, my account is banned for being uh, right. If we're being bad. Um, but like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be mad and play games at the same time, buddy. That's just how it works. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if this applies to overwatch too, which I hope it does. Um, and then obviously see the resurgence i think a lot of players are going to be coming back for the story mode um or to just play with their friends that's another thing um so yeah it's just going to be interesting to see how if overwatch 2 is going to revive the scene and if so how much by how much is it going to revive the scene Mm -hmm. skipping around a little bit i don't know how to reorder the the rest of these topics but i'm just going to skip around and let's let's get through all of them um so the BlizzCon stuff we can talk about later because it, it has to do kind of with what you want put on the notes. But um, for the Blizzard Gear Fest, which I didn't know was a thing, um, they did bring back some Overwatch merch. There's some exclusive exclusive stuff that you can get right now, like the Mercy Funko Pop, which I think she was a Wave 2 figure. If you collect them, she's back on the market Um to purchase exclusively from the Blizzard online store. Plus there's a Diva Incredibuild figure that you can get. Um, yeah, so that that Incredibuild's collectible is $129. Yikers. They have a couple of the statues on, like the Reaper statue, the Genji statue, the uh, Doomfist statue, and I think the Tracer statue are still being sold. Um, but that Mercy Funko Pop that's exclusive right now is a $14.99 figure if you wanted to get it. Um, I didn't know that Gear Fest was a thing. This is only the first wave of merchandise. The second wave is coming out on the 16th. So if uh, if anything cool from Blizzard comes out, we'll definitely talk about it. I'm hoping for some wearable stuff. Like, give us Jeff's jersey, please. Oh my I want God, yes. the Diva jersey. Um, they, they would make so much money. They yeah, would make I, so much money from that. I would, that's just how it is. I would willingly spend a lot of money for that Diva jersey. Um. But yeah, honestly, like if you want to get some merch, I, I honestly think like if if you have a lot of friends who are into, um, you know, Overwatch and stuff, a- ask for their Christmas list now. Now is the, probably the best time to do it. Um, they they have a lot of just stuff in general, um, that you can at least attempt to get or get them, uh, for for your friends who might who might like it or family members. You know, uh, now is the time to do it. So. Yeah, yeah, and like for it. Blizzard store has like online deals all the time. Like sometimes I'll randomly look and it's like, oh, there is a 50% off sale. Cool. I'm not going to buy anything, but it's cool to know that I could get a discount if I did. Moving back to the to the Jay Allen Brack stuff. Um, he did release a video, which is where the last story came from. But he released a video talking about like kind of the state of Blizzard. Um, he He talked about also two things that... The grand finals match last month was the most watched match of the league's history, but also more importantly, that BlizzCon line is going to be February 19th to 20th. It'll be free for everybody to view, uh, kind of like what um, 
Comic Con this did this year and uh, the DC Fandom event, which I didn't really watch anything from Comic Con because I got busy. But I I looked at a lot of the uh, the DC Fandom content because I'm a huge huge DC fan, and like it was it was really entertaining. I thought it was a a good way to make the best out of a bad situation. They released a lot of um, trailers and had a lot of really interesting panels that like as a, a a fan of going to the movies and as a, f- a huge fan of comic book movies um and I, i'm unashamed to say that i am a fan of dc movies so nobody at me batman vs superman was really good if you don't pay attention to how stupid the martha scene was executed um but back on topic uh, it just it just gave me a lot to look forward to when movies do come back so i think by doing this blizzard is hope if they do it right then they'll get a lot of goodwill they'll make a lot of people happy um if they do it poorly i feel like yeah the blizzard fans will be salty but since it was free um and it's pandemic rona times i don't think they'll be too worse for wear this blizzcon is probably one of the most important blizzcons um just because not only do we not know about the state of you know overwatch 2 um and all that but it's kind of the only kind of the last ditch effort to grab a lot of people and make them excited about what you're releasing um i mean last year's blizzcon we covered it uh we covered a little bit of it but like you know we had the we had the protests during that Mm -hmm. um so that wasn't necessarily a good time um you also have you know so this next blizzcon has to be something it has to not only blow us out of the water, but make us excited about the future of Blizzard. Like it, the most insane thing, which I doubt that is ever going to happen. But like, if they said, "Oh wait, yeah, secretly we've been working on Heroes of the Storm again," like you'd you'd get a lot of college kids coming back. Like, you, I you'd mean, be like, if you look at the store, they're selling some Heroes of the Storm merch, so maybe it's a tease. It, it's like you you do that. Imagine if you like. I mean, we we were smelling that out too. Like we saw Minecraft Steve. I was like, "There's a reason why they're pushing back the the BlizzCon, right?" If BlizzCon comes out and at BlizzCon Sakurai comes out and he's like, "Yep, we're adding Tracer," you're just <laughs> like, you would you would lose your mind. You everybody would lose their entire like mind. They'll be like, "Yeah, Tracer's in Smash now," or like, you know what? We we didn't we didn't bring Tracer. We we actually listened to the Believe in Overwatch like people and we brought in diva or like doomfist i would be fine with either of those yeah Uh, but like yeah it'd be really interesting to see that i i just want to see if they line that up if you know we have the message from sakurai at blizzcon you would a lot of people would be like the the smash community would probably be like okay why but (laughs) everybody in the overwatch community would be like hey we made it like we, we we did it and it's it's an option we have minecraft and smash bros now so i don't think overwatch would be too left field yeah it's just going to be interesting to see if they uh if they actually incorporate it or if yeah. they decide to like you know maybe tag them along for assist trophies or something like that but i i, I still think it would be God, really an assist trophy would be such a cop-out yeah it that's I the mean, most cop-out thing you could possibly do or a sticker yeah a sticker would be even worse the, the one thing that like I mean, we were saying as a joke, um, like the last one in the battle pass uh, is Waluigi. Like, I would be what, okay with that. What I they do okay with that. is like they have the trailer where it's like Wario coming out and he's fighting against Mario and he pulls out the assist trophy. Waluigi just comes out and he, he actually fights. And you're, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's the way to do it. Like you made the joke that he's an assist trophy forever. And now, now he's a playable character. Like that's that's just the way how it works. But honestly, if Tracer makes it to Smash at the same time they announce it at BlizzCon, um, a lot of people would. It would definitely be something that would be trending on Twitter in terms of gaming. Oh, absolutely. Like, hopefully that'll like that'll be the most important thing on Twitter that day, uh, considering the uh, the current times we're in and the only thing that's trending on twitter right now um but anyway my take on blizzcon line is 
as long as they release something, I think if they, as long as they they do something for like Diablo three or four, Diablo four, Overwatch two, um, I think they'll be okay. Like you, you've had some examples of how to do a good online convention. Just follow that, and is as long as you give us content, like like you said, it's going to be a very important event for Blizzard's future. Like I'm not taking that away. I just, in my perspective, as as long as you do something, I'll be happy, and I think a lot of people will be happy too. Just like give us something to play with while we're in Rona times. Yeah, it just give us something to look forward to. It doesn't have to be the greatest thing in the world. It just has to be something that you know makes us excited for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's all we could really ask for. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about the gap between the Halloween event and the winter event. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, we have the um, we have the the World Cup that would be going on right now where. You know, teams are playing and gauntleting it out, trying to figure it out. Um, but we don't have that this year. So what what events do you think that we could potentially get um, between this time to kind of fill in the void? Um, we know that they have to survive until, like, I think it's, like, second week? Second week of December? Second week of December is like when yeah it should the be winter events or second or it's it has to be it's at least a week before Christmas I know that yeah um, and then it goes to like I think the first week of January as well because mm-hmm. then it's supposed so, to like link up to the Lunar New Year um after yeah that. but like and there's like this Christmas gap. is like traditionally like technically traditionally from the twenty fifth to january 6th is like the like the the international like recognized span of christmas mm-hmm. um it have it, I, i'm guessing it's like second or even maybe the third week of december i don't don't actually know yeah it the the event usually runs for like three weeks and it's a solid three weeks um so the question becomes like will we have anything in between here to keep the players busy. Oh, I don't think um, so. I think they're just going to leave the gap. Yeah, I mean, there is the gap, but I mean, if you if you're really thirsty for some some event stuff, um tier 2 Overwatch is doing a lot of moves. Um if you want to keep up uh with the newest in terms of contenders, I haven't been keeping up with the contenders. I've been slipping a lot, been working a lot. But um they did announce uh that there will be a gauntlet um a new the gauntlet overwatch contender series um that is starting up right now um there are a lot of there's teams that are playing to qualify um but the finals are going to be played um in the early weeks of December and they're a little staggered depending on where um, where these teams are but for us in North America um, the open bracket qualifiers start November 28th which is after um, that's after Thanksgiving so we're going to have that going on until the 6th Um, the knockout stages are going to be from the 10th to the 19th and the final show match will be on the 20th so um, there's going to be um different regions uh that's north america and europe those are two separate regions not one big region but yeah this is kind of the bigger like the final run for contenders so i feel like this is kind of the way how they fill the gap of you know there's no overwatch action going on in terms of the league um and also this is usually where the stars make their name if you see somebody pop off let's say in the asian server um, like that's how Tayo made his name. I mean, nobody knew of him until he actually did something amazing on Team Japan for a while. Um, it's really like got South the America. Vancouver Titans. It's really yeah, they, they they picked up a lot of contenders talent this year, which was like which was really good. Yeah, it's not just straight to chips. I mean, what? Um, <laughs> but like that's just how it is. That you look at these, and these are the scouting reports. These are the teams that you want to look at. 
Um, these are the players. Like, if somebody makes you excited in, you know, the South America region and they look amazing, just imagine what they would do on a team that could help them out or put them on a team that's even crazier than that. So that's something that you got to look out for. There's going to be a lot of, you know, contenders buzz. If you're looking for it, it is here. Um, but that is the later end of November. Speaking I of feel that, like... um, contenders, like there is viewership rewards too for watching them, right? The, there's continuing the... Uh, oh yeah, the tokens the still... Skins. Yeah, the, the tokens carry over from like the league tokens and the and the uh, contenders watching time like stack up. Yeah. So you can definitely get your tokens that way if you still need skins. Uh, yeah. And uh, also they released the... This uh, month's two skins are... If you watch seven hours of contenders content, you get a Torbjorn skin, 15 hours, you get a Lucio skin. Um, and they're going to continue that through 2021. Um, I don't know why they're putting that cap on it through 2021. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But honestly, like these games are going to be good. Like if you want to see what the future of overwatch looks like, watch contenders. They also have a really sick logo. Like, can we just get contenders merch, please? Like, <laughs> like I would take like screw the tracer. Like I, the tracer one is cool and all, but the Genji, the Genji logo is just so much cooler. I mean, please. I mean, it's a nice shade of green. That's a really nice shade of green. It's a nice shade of green, and it's just a cool like cyber ninja logo. Like it. The Tracer one is cool. Yes, it looks like, you know, MLB and NBA and stuff, but it's, it's a dude with a ninja sword. Like, <laughs> I wanted that on a t-shirt for the longest time, and they still haven't given it to me. Please give me give me Contenders merch. I think we all need some Contenders merch in our lives. Hopefully it's, like, not too expensive, though, because Blizzard merch is really expensive. Yeah, they, you don't have to go back to, to Staples for this, okay? Like, just just take the logo slap it on a shirt and i will buy it like that is that is how it works like if you've ever played tko in in the jackbox party pack 3 like you can scribble I love that game so much you can scribble a contender like a genji on it and slap that on a shirt and i will buy it like we that, that's that's a quality that i need i just need that um yeah, just give us cool contenders merch and just make it just support tier two while you can. There, I have a lot of friends who still do casting in tier two. Uh, just support them; they they deserve it. And when they get the when they get the call up, know that like they they deserve their spot there. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? Um, I mean. There has been some, like, sniffing around, okay? Like, there's a couple of things that I wanted to discuss, speculation-wise, in terms of contracts. Um, the big one is still Moth. Mm -hmm. um, Moth is still up in the air. But they were saying, like, they're, at least what I, what I heard through the grapevine, um, the LA Gladiators are thinking about, because they dropped uh, Big Goose and Shaz. Um, or those two players have retired, right? They want to keep a good tank line in place um, to help out, you know, space and have like a really solid team. They're thinking about picking up Moth and Shu. So if both of them happen to hit the Gladiators, um, that is a very good, you know, support line. Um, and you have Repel as I think they signed. No, so Repel went to the the Fuel. Um, but yeah, it's just like, if that does end up becoming a signing, like, I think just that support line alone is going to help, you know, the gladiators solidify themselves a little bit more. I think anybody who's like, who's looking for a healer or just looking for anybody right now, like if you, if you pick up somebody who is part of the San Francisco shock, like, I think that's definitely a win for your team just already. Like you have you have a piece of, of a team that knows how to win this league, you know? 
or dismantle the team completely and go for it. I was glad to see that, that Dante got re-signed to the Outlaws. Although, I, feel, I still feel like he could do better somewhere else. I do agree as well. I just feel like it depends on what the team is going to offer. Um, like Dante, in particular, it's like, who do, you, who do you want on your team with you, you know? Yeah. And again, like, I feel like the Outlaws... I don't know what's happening with their coaching line right now. I, I think they just need to revamp that because the pieces are great. Just they're not being used effectively. All right. With that, um, any, any final closing comments, words of advice, current pop culture obsessions, moving advice for people moving in the future. Um, uh, it's a lot to answer in like uh, a final goodbye. Uh, Throw everything in the car, dump it when you get to the place. Uh, that is that is the quickest way of unloading a house. Um, just keep playing, keep playing the game. If you if you love the game, you just continue to enjoy the game. Uh, there are players out there. Um, I'm I'm past my prime, but you guys could always you could you could email or tweet at us um, on Twitter. Uh, we will respond. Someone please message us on, on something. Yeah, well, we'll definitely give you some, like, pointers, at least for me, coming from, like, a collegiate background. Like, there's a lot that a lot of teams can learn from. Um, or if you, you know, you, you just want to watch some gameplay. Like, we, we have a couple players who um, are willing to, like, sit down and discuss stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I say. Enjoy the enjoy the random time that we're gonna have with no events. Uh, we're gonna be literally like digging in the dirt to try to find something. Um, I hope. I wish that there was a metal detector for Overwatch news because we we definitely need it now. <laughs> just you can just imagine that just like an Overwatch shapes metal detector. You just point at the ground and eventually it'll lead you to Papa Jeff. Yeah, it's just Jeff's head in the ground. <laughs> And he's like, hey, this is Jeff from the Overwatch team. Um, I'm just saying the waves are kind of big. And yeah, we're not going to update you until Overwatch 2. See you in February. And I'll be like, no, no. <laughs> Give me something. Give me something. All right. And with that, thank you for tuning in this week, everybody. I thought I was going to be too mentally boomed to really do a good episode, but I feel like we got a lot talked about. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And we will be back at you next week. We might have uh, interviews, but uh, that, that determines uh, that's determined. determined yeah, I see. I, I'm still kind of mentally boomed. I can't speak. That is determined by uh, our potential interviewee schedules. So um, we will see you next week with the news regardless. Have a good week, guys. Next week, we scour the internet for more news from the world of Overwatch and talk again with Sayuri and some guests from the International Overwatch League. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms follow us on all social media at believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believe in OWL at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.